Welcome to High Point University Sport Management Industry Insights Podcast. My name is Jenny Luco, and I'm the chair of the Sport, Event, and Hospitality Management Department here at HPU. I will be joined on air this year by two highly engaged HPU students who will be serving as co-hosts, Alana Sullivan and Wendell Epps. Alana is a senior sport management major, and Wendell is a junior sports media major who will also be serving as our senior producer serving in the role of associate producer to help with the production and editing responsibilities of the podcast is Blake Woodard, a freshman media production major. If you haven't listened to it already, you can learn more about us by listening to our teaser episode where we each provided a little background on who we are. The SMG Industry Insights podcast was created as a forum where we hear the stories of sport industry leaders. We will discuss their current roles in the sports industry, how they got where they are, what challenges they've experienced along their journey, and what advice they have for current students looking to break into the industry. This year, we are very excited to present interviews with a number of HPU alumni who work in all aspects of the sports industry. For today's episode, we are excited to present something a little bit different for our listeners. On April 7th and 8th of this year, six of our sport management students were provided the opportunity to fly down to Dallas for an amazing experience where they were able to shadow Sint Marshall and her team at the Dallas Mavericks organization. For those of you who are not aware, Sint Marshall is the CEO of the Dallas Mavericks NBA team, and she also serves as HPU's sports executive in residence. Mrs. Marshall and her team were kind enough to open their doors to our students to give them a glimpse of what goes on behind the scenes of an NBA team on the day of a home game. Our students had the opportunity to tour the Mavericks facilities, talk with professionals in a variety of different departments, and even have dinner with two HPU alums who currently work for the team. To get us started, I would like to welcome five of the students who were able to go on this trip as they are here to share their reflections about this experience and talk about what they learned while in Dallas. We have with us in the studio Alana Sullivan, who many of you already know is one of the co-hosts of our podcast. Here with her to talk about their experiences are Sydney McDuffie, Alex Bozek, Haley Mears, and Brandon Tuthill. Welcome, everyone. Since we only have so many microphones here in the studio and we've definitely got a full house today, I'm going to step back and let Wendell Epps, our senior producer and co-host, take the lead from here. Wendell, it's all yours. All right, so thank you guys for joining us today. Alana, why don't you go ahead and get us started here? We have a lot to discuss about your trip to Dallas. Very cool opportunity. But tell me about how was it like starting on the first day of the trip? You were able to go out to dinner with a few of the HP alums. Just tell us about that experience. Who did you meet? What was that experience like for you? Yeah, first, I want to start off saying it's very weird being on the opposite side of this microphone. Um, but our time with the our alums was awesome. We met up with Jake Wilkins and Murphy DeRosa. They were both HPU class of 2020. Um, and then Murphy also came back for the CBL program in 2021. So we got to hear a little bit more about what their day-to-day is and how they're liking it there and it sounded like they're having a great time it was really just awesome to catch up with them and for everyone that wasn't hadn't met them yet um it was great to have the opportunity to see them and sydney talk to us a little bit about what you guys did the next day when you're able to meet sit marshall and her team over at the mavericks can you just explain to the listeners a little bit about the departments you visited and sort of who you met and what did you learn from those experiences Yeah, so um, we actually met like a plethora of departments and we gained a lot of information from all of them. Um, Some of them, to be exact, were community relations, merchandising, corporate sponsorships, youth basketball, um, and they all kind of had different takes on what we could um, kind of learn from the Dallas Mavericks. I think that they all kind of gave us valuable 
uh, information that we can take home and, you know, figure out what we need to do when it comes to finding a career in sport. Fantastic. And Alex, picking up sort of from what Sydney just told us, uh, we know you guys got to tour the Mavericks facilities, which is awesome, being able to tour uh, the facility of an NBA team. So can you tell us a little bit about what was that experience like for you and what were some of the key things you really took away from those facility tours? Yeah, I mean, we got to look at a lot of different things, especially on just you can go on general arena tours for basically any arena whether professional or not, but what we did, I think I can speak for all of us in saying that we got a really good behind-the-scenes look at kind of everything, even though it was, say, the stadium on a game day. Like, we still got to go into the locker room, see a lot of the practice facilities, some of the suites um, at American Airlines Center, and then we got to go to their offices, which is literally, what, like two blocks or something from their stadium, we got to see their new practice facility, which they're finishing up building. So we got kind of a sneak peek of that, or at least what's done of it so far. We got to see Mavs Gaming as well, which was really cool, which hosts their um, 2K uh, league. I forget the exact name of it. But, yeah, so we got to see a bunch of different parts of basically basketball stuff, business stuff. And it was just really cool to see that side of things because especially being a sports fan, you get to see a lot of like the game day stuff, but seeing a lot of the business stuff that say all of us are interested in getting into was really cool, especially when they were all like working, basically being able to see day to day stuff. So it was a very unique experience and one that I feel very fortunate and kind of lucky to go on just because it was so different than anything like a ticket. Fantastic. Great to hear. And Haley, tell us about your perspectives of this trip. What were some of your biggest takeaways and what was like the most impactful part of this experience for you as a whole? Do you feel like it's influenced you sort of the way that you look at the sports industry in general? Yeah, definitely. Um, I would agree with what Alex said. It was so different going in as almost like a business executive or somebody in the field um, instead of like a fan, which is what we're all kind of like used to other than our internships, obviously. Um, and for me, my answer is kind of different from everyone here because, like, I've really struggled in finding, like, a niche in the sport community. Um, I love my internships um, and getting experience like this, and this experience was amazing, and I'm really grateful to have gone on it. But in terms of, like, my career path, I really want, like, a balance between, um, like, my social, personal life outside of work, and I just don't see that happening for me in sport. Um, so I'm really interested in, like, you know, managing a gym or some type of different athletic facility outside of pro sport. And I, that's something that I just kind of discovered this year as a junior. And I think that this experience really helped me cement that decision because going on things like this where you can see people's day-to-day -day life instead of like what they do, you know, based on their LinkedIn bio or based on what you hear in classes is really valuable. And I really wish that I had had this experience like my freshman year because it, it would have really helped me like develop more of like what I want to do. Most definitely. And Brandon, last but not least, uh, we've heard a lot about the trip so far, but love to hear about what you thought about the experience, what stood out to you and what did you learn specifically from those interactions with Sit Marshall? Oh man, if you're talking about Scent, Scent is an angel sent from above. Um, she is easily the, one of the most passionate, wonderful human beings I've ever met. I mean, as soon as we got in there, I've never seen or talked to Scent Marshall before in my life. She gave me the biggest hug. Like I, 
I've known her for years. I, I was the first time I'm meeting this woman. It was amazing. Um, just she felt she made us feel so welcome along with the rest of the Mavs team. And I think probably my my biggest takeaway or my favorite part of this entire trip was listening to her speak, especially about leadership. Uh, she had a quote that she told us. It, was, it said, like, balance doing the right thing with doing what's right. And that really, really, like, stuck with me. And um, I'm really, really looking forward to kind of, you know, expanding as a sophomore in sport management and kind of keeping that as, you know, something to keep in mind as I keep going forward. Obviously, I don't know what I really want to do quite yet. After this trip, um, I'm probably going to engage more in corporate sales. Um, I really enjoyed that part of the entire tour. So, yeah, yeah, it was just amazing to hear from everybody, hear how they work as a unit, all the different departments, how they're all kind of connected, how they all just, you know, are supportive of each other. I really enjoyed um, – there was a story that Scent was telling us that uh, during COVID, they would have these weekly meetings with one another to make sure that everybody was doing okay mentally um, because nobody has ever experienced anything like COVID before. And um, there were times where, you know, there were certain people in the organization that needed help and Scent would drive to their house, give them whatever they need, gifts, you know, hugs, whatever. And it would just ultimately help. And this is something that they're now doing, you know, post-COVID every single week. I think that's awesome. I think every organization should do something like that. And honestly, the Mavs was just, you know, a wonderful experience overall. I've learned so much from them. Love that story. Kind of indirectly answered my next question uh, for you guys, which is sort of any bonus experience or stories that you guys really took away from the trip. Uh, before I ask that, uh, was this the first time that every single one of you went to Dallas or have any of you been to Dallas before? I technically live down in the DFW area. So it was kind of cool to be able to bring these or the rest of the group rather to like almost my home so that was really fun um i do talk about it a lot that i live down there especially to alana um so i i don't know it was just really cool but at least for me to kind of bring them to my backyard so awesome and for those of you your first time what did you guys take away from that first trip going to dallas was the city everything you expected it to be one thing that I will like never forget, this doesn't even have to do with the Mavericks, but when we first got to Dallas, we um, pretty much were in a mad rush to go wherever we needed. Our flight got delayed um, a little bit, and we had to run over to Mavs Gaming, but we were talking to the women at the front desk, and we were like, oh, we're going over to Mavs Gaming. She goes, I have a shuttle. And we were like, okay, cool. So her name was Regina. She was awesome. Everyone can probably attest to how much we loved Regina on that trip, uh, but she, um, it was our first hour we were in Dallas pretty much uh she was driving us over to Mavs Gaming and was giving us a tour of like the downtown area probably one of my favorite quotes from her was we were passing the federal building and she was like I had jury duty in there with Mark Cuban and she said hey Mark <laughs> and he said hi to her so it was just little things like that the people we met um not only at the Mavs but just the people the fans that we met at the game everyone we interacted with it was just kind of like a big warm hug. The food was also great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dallas has some pretty good food, so if anyone's looking to travel, Dallas is definitely a place to go. Yeah, um, just going off of that. Um, no, I've never been to Dallas before, um, but as soon as I touched down, it kind of just seems more like I'm a North Carolina boy, so I, I was ca comparing everything to North Carolina. Um, it kind of just seems more like an upscale Charlotte type thing, a little bit modern version of Charlotte. The city was beautiful. There's a lot of city life, which I'm all about. I'm definitely a city person. Um, and again, just with the Mavs, it, they just made us feel so welcome there. Um, 
Shout out Ronnie Foss. What a great guy. Um, he, he was basically our tour guide the entire weekend, and he did a really good job in making sure that we were well-fed. You know, we, if we had any questions about anything, he would get us to who we need to talk to, set us up with all sorts of things like that. So shout out Ronnie again. Um, but yeah, no, Dallas, Dallas was like Dallas was like a dream, not to be like corny or anything, but it was, it was really, really awesome. Yeah, I would actually agree with that. I've never been to Dallas before, so the environment just when I touched down was very welcoming, and like I was just very excited just out of the gate. Um, yeah, I would say one of my favorite things, like outside of like the whole facility tours and everything, was actually meeting uh, Ronnie. He definitely was a person that showed that he cared. He definitely didn't have to give all his time that he did to us, but he was doing it so willingly, and it didn't go unnoticed. Um, there were times where. We were just talking and like asking questions uh, to him or he was asking us questions, just getting kind of to know each other. And he was like, oh, I know this person here. I can connect you. I can make sure that you kind of have something to do over, over this summer. Like he was just very helpful and kind of where we could go in sports. And it was really noticeable how everybody kind of wanted you to win down there. So it was a comforting feeling. How about you, Ellie? I was just going to say with what Sydney said, like I totally agree. Like Ronnie was unlike anyone I've really ever met on something like this, whether it's a job shot or an internship or any opportunity, um, he really went above and beyond. And it just shows that the culture there is so positive for him to be able to, one, do that in his day, but also want to do that. Um, I hope we all did this, but I sent him a long thank you email after the trip, and he like sent me a long email back about how nice it was to meet us and everything. And I just thought that really stood out. Um, Another thing that he shared with us, um, he did a presentation for us when we first got to the Dallas Mavs headquarters um, that big day when we shadowed a lot of the other groups. Um, and I thought it was really cool how he like put together an actual presentation for us to go through. And like there were actual charts and graphs on how everyone works together as a team. It wasn't like uh, when you go to one of these events where someone just kind of generally explains something to you. It was like he really put some thought and effort and time into this, and that really stood out to me. Fantastic. I'm glad you guys all really took away something different. Um, was it hot down there when you guys got? I know Texas can, or no, no it wasn't that? Wasn't Not that one hot? bit, no. It was actually beautiful out that day. Really? It was a little windy. Very windy. I've never seen wind like that before. Awesome. And uh, did you guys, you, guys, you mentioned the food, Alana. What was like the best food that you guys got down there? Best place you guys went to? And what, was, what do you feel like was probably the, the least favorite? Oh, there were no, no least favorites. No least favorite? <laughs> no was least A+. Plus. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I would say the best was the Tex-Mex that we yeah. had. That was amazing. It was so good. I think it was also good because we were starving. That's true. <laughs> um, that was our first day when we went out to dinner with Ronnie and Murphy and Jake and Pam. We haven't mentioned Pam. Pam oh, was yeah. awesome. Pam came from the Office of Communication with us, and she was a great chaperone. She was Always following us with a camera, but you never knew the camera was on you. That's how you know you have a good photographer. Um, but Pam was awesome with us but that was like what nine ten o'clock that night we ate and it, like we got off our flight and the time change and everything was just out of out of whack for us so it was probably our best meal because we were probably the hungriest yeah because you guys literally were on that instagram page for like three days in a row the oh. entire trip you guys were yes we being were. documented and it was in the middle of the spring concert i remember it was like spring concert then it's flipping back to you guys in dallas yeah, us, us versus the plain white tees I, <laughs> I never thought i would be at that level, but I kind of really glad I am. So, yeah, yeah. definitely very cool. So, uh, to close out this special edition of our podcast, like each of you 
sort of provide just some advice to our listeners on those experiences that you gain from visiting the Mavericks organization? Because it's not every day that a college student gets to go visit an organization like the Dallas Mavericks. So what advice can you give to sort of current sport management students here at High Point specifically or future sport management students just about what you really took away from the trip and what you feel like they should do in their college career to be successful for the rest of their life? I can start. I mean, first and foremost, I think we say it a lot in our classes and our professors say it. I know Dr. Luco always says it, but reaching out to people in sports. Um, we noticed it firsthand that they were the first people that wanted to jump in. They wanted to talk to us. They want to tell you about their job. They enjoy talking about their job because they love it. Um, so just reach out, message them on LinkedIn. You see someone that has a job you want or a place you want to work, what's stopping you from messaging them? Um, so I would say definitely go out of your comfort zone, message those people, and just make those solid connections. We talked a lot about connections on this trip as well. And just, I mean, Ronnie, anyone that we were in that room with, they were like, oh, we got someone there. I'll connect you with them immediately. And just being, having those open conversations and those lines of communication with people and making those initial connections, I would say, is definitely important. Um, For me, I would say kind of saying yes to the opportunities that you get. Like, don't sell yourself short that you don't think you can do something or something is not what you want to do because you never know who you could meet in these environments you never know if you actually might like things that you never really thought you had an interest in I think just like initially just saying yes like hey I don't know if I li- I'll like this but I'm gonna try and I feel like that can like open a lot of doors for you I'm going to tag off of that because um, mine was very similar. Um, but because my career path is a little bit different than pretty much everybody here, it was really beneficial for me to go again. I wish I would have gone as a freshman and seen this kind of an experience and been able to apply that real life idea to my academics. I think as a freshman, I was really focused on like getting good grades and doing the projects in class. But I would say, um, this is kind of similar, but just do anything that you can that's off campus as well as on campus because it's not enough to just do what's on campus and what's going to be easy for you to get. I would say go outside of your comfort zone and even if it feels uncomfortable, you learn a lot. So like going back to my answer to the previous questions, Ronnie's um, presentation, like just being in a workplace with a high level executive like that gets you used to environments like that. And that applies to my career path, even if this opportunity didn't necessarily. So everything is helpful. And I guess it's pretty much the same as what Sydney said, but just keep an open mind. I think that mine at least kind of are bouncing off of Alana's and Haley's. The first being that, and you can really apply this, whether you're a freshman or a senior, like some of us here, the people in the sports industry I've learned, especially as of late, are so just connected and intertwined and they're also so generous with their time. So they want to be the people who kind of set up the next generation of professionals that are coming into the industry. So like we've all said, everyone down in Dallas was so generous with their time and their resources. They just welcomed us in. So kind of don't be afraid to, like Alana said, reach out to those people um, because they want to do it and they find they find it very rewarding to be able to do that because they were once in our shoes. The other part that I have and I can really, or I really want to stress it to especially younger sport management students, um, like first and second year when you're looking for your first internship is don't overlook every single little job that, say, your employer might want you to do 
because, I mean, there was one time when we were touring the stadium towards the end of the day down there in Dallas that we saw a guy who was talking to us about the corporate uh, sponsorships earlier in the day. He was in a full suit, and then we saw him later in the day carrying a box of T-shirts. So it's like every little job, it doesn't matter what your title is, kind of how high you are, people have to do it first off, and then if you do a good job at it, people will notice. So, I mean, I've experienced it firsthand in internships and experiences that I've done. I've been on kind of both sides of that coin. So I've been at the bottom of organizations and at higher end of organizations. So it's kind of, you just can't look overlook every single small job that needs to be done because someone's always watching over it. Yeah, so my answer kind of relates to what everybody's been saying. I think the most important thing, at least for me, was that as soon as I got to college, I just wanted to get involved in any way possible. So, like, you start with being, you know, active in class, raising your hand, asking questions, like talking to your professors, that sort of thing. And, um, you know, from there, you start to really pick their brains. You start to learn. You know, you, you get, like, an open mind. Um, you know, we talk at High Point University about growth mindset, and I think that's obviously, you know, the most important thing in getting to where you need to be is that you need to be able to learn and you need to value the importance of learning. Because if you don't have an open mind, if you're, if you just want to be the GM of a team, but you're not going to listen to what everybody has to say around you, whether their positions are big and small, like you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere. So for me, um, just getting involved, you know, joining up joining clubs, applying for internships, talking with your peers, whether you, you know, you're scared of them, whether you idolize them. Um, Alana, you've always been somebody that I've, you know, tried to get close with because I, I idolize you. So because I got closer with Alana, I was able to get a Wake Forest internship with her. (laughs) So it's just funny how it works out sometimes, you know, Um, you can't really predict what happens to you in life. You can't predict what kind of job you're going to get, but you just got to make sure that people are remembering your name and remembering the reputation and the personal brand that you're setting. Awesome answers from every single one of you. Definitely some great advice for our future students. So thank you guys uh, for coming off before we do officially sign off. uh, Last question I have for you, all of you. Describe this Dallas trip using just one word. I'm going to start with Sydney. I'm going to make Alana go last because I know it might get some repetition, but Sydney, go first. One word to describe the Dallas trip. Okay, well, I guess I can't explain the word. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can say it and then explain what it means to you or why you picked that word. Okay, I would say um, transformative for me uh, just because I am a senior, so I am going to be leaving High Point after this, and it the whole trip, like, even though it was three days, it left me with so much information and just a lot to think about, about, like, my own future and in so many good ways. So I would say that it definitely was transformative just in my way of thinking about my future career and just my next steps in life in general. I would say enriching just because I'm going to pull back to what I've been saying this whole time. But, like, that idea of getting to see somebody's daily life is so enriching because you can imagine yourself in that role and see what would work and what wouldn't instead of just the general idea of like being a top level executive at the NBA. So I would say enriching. Y'all ready for this? Extraordinary. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Um, I mean, that was my word, but no, it it does seriously describe, you know, um, everything a part of the trip. I mean, Pam taking care of us, shout out Pam Haynes, um, Ronnie taking care of us in Dallas. It was just awesome. You know, we learned so much and, uh, it was great. It was great from the top to the bottom, and we all learned so much. So it was an extraordinary trip. 
My word, and I think Alana would get this the most, but my word to describe this trip would probably be Boban. <laughs> because he did play in that game, and I got a selfie with him after the game. So, greatest night. Mine's kind of sappy, um, but dream. I mean, Sin has been such a strong presence on our campus and to our program specifically when she came in four years ago um, when my class was freshman. But just seeing her and her element, like she talks about the Dallas Mavs being a family and you can truly see that. It was also like a fever dream because I felt like we were there for about 75 days and we were there for three, um, less than not even like 48 hours just over. Um, I mean, words can't describe an experience like this and relationships that not only us as students were able to build with each other, but also with the organization. Love that. Some very creative words. I probably would have just said like fun, <laughs> something basic, but you guys were very creative and had great explanations for it. So uh, thank you all again for coming on today, sharing your experiences. Glad you guys were able to make the most of the trip and hoping for more trips like that for the sport management program in the near future. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you all for joining us today for this very special episode of our podcast. We're so pleased that you were able to participate in this amazing opportunity. And we thank Sint Marshall and the Dallas Mavericks organization for taking the time to provide you with this unique experience. We also would like to give a special thank you to Pam Haynes and the HPU Office of Communication for coordinating this fantastic experience. Without all of your hard work, we would have never been able to do this. Thank you.